What's going on, everybody? It's the What To Do podcast here, and we got two special guests. We got Cole and Micah Howe. What's going on? What's going on? Not much. We're just here in their residence. Yeah, thanks for coming up. Yeah, it's a good time. We, uh... It was we were planning on just doing me and Cody today, but I was able to guilt Micah into guilt her into joining us. So I I think we'll have some good conversation with her. She's uh she's pretty great. I'm oh, a fan. Yeah. Speak. <laughs> <laughs> How are you uh, doing, Micah? You feeling good? I'm feeling really good. This is your first podcast ever? Yeah. I'm really excited. <laughs> I've so actually happy. done a couple. So <laughs> uh speaking of first podcast ever. The last few episodes for this being what episode four for you? This is five now. This will be five. five. They've been really good. I've Thank been you. really enjoying them. Um, one of the things I I really liked and I wanted to talk about today was on the last two episodes you've had the top five songs for J Cole, and then yesterday you had the top five for Taylor Swift with uh with Tessa on there. So we've talked about this before, and I've talked about it with Micah, but with me music is a it's definitely different because for me lyrically i don't know what the majority of songs are ever about uh for me even if i'm hearing the words it just kind of goes into the music and the music and the overall melody and rhythm and beat is what's more important to me so i was listening to you talk about j cole's top five and you would name A Tale of Two Cities. I was like, that sounds a banger. And then you explained what it was about. I was like, <laughs> I, I had no idea. <laughs> well, I mean, just to go in about like me, I'm, I love the lyrics, but I can also like sit there and listen to a song that they're talking about absolutely nothing. And that one's just not going to mean more to me than something that J. Cole puts out. And it's about like a family or talking about how you need like love yours. That's one of his like songs about how you just, it doesn't matter what you have. You always have to love yours. Don't just think, you know, I want that guy's stuff or I want hers type of stuff. Like being envious of things. And he really breaks it down. Um, I think it's important to, I think, listen to lyrics more than because like especially when they write it because they're trying to tell they're trying to send a message their story or what they're trying to get across to you like a perfect one perfect is that unholy song the sam smith one one. if you just listen to that Uh, you'd be like man this sounds really good looking up the lyrics i was like oh (laughs) oh this is not (laughs) good really bad i think it was in the car listening to it i put it on i was like isn't this this is a good song right and then i looked over like oh maybe we should turn this off yeah i think i talked about it with tessa like it's not a good song no um, no lyrically but if you just listen to it you'd be like this is a banger. This one's really good. Yeah. There's, there's that one, my uncle Cracker, too, where it's like, follow me, everything's all right. That's like about trying to get a woman to have an affair uh, with him. And I didn't know yikes. that until recently, too. I was like, oh, can't well, listen to this. It's the, a horrible uh, song. She got me on the counter. I love me. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, until like a year ago. <laughs> I didn't know. I that. Oh yeah, I didn't bad. know that song no, was so about an affair. When it's a- I know, but to me, the lyrics—it's almost like it's just another instrument. Mm. The singing yeah. is—it's like someone playing the guitar um, to where I'm just hearing the tone and the melody go up and down, mm-hmm. and 
if it sounds good to me, then I'll I'll listen to it. But then if I find out later it's about like something crazy, like un- like unholy or whatever, that's when it kind of turns me off. Of mm-hmm. it sounds okay, but I'm not. I don't want to listen yeah. to it if if I know what it's about. <laughs> See, I'm like first I listen to it, and if I really like it, then I will look, look the up lyrics. the lyrics right that's away. So- I do the lyrics first. I always look at like like Olivia Rodrigo just had a new album. I had to watch all the lyric videos. Has first. she been around for a while or? Uh, what year was that? I want to say 21, 22. I, I don't know. I, I guess I would have new. to hear. Yeah. She, you know, she some has some songs. really good songs. She just has, it's her second album. Yeah, so great she, voice. But she's had a lot of success with it. She's a lot like Taylor Swift. I feel like in the way she writes. Because she writes life. her own songs, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. And that's something that is weird for me because most of the time I'm not listening to the lyrics. But if I know that the artist isn't writing their own songs or music or at least helping with the producing of it, it makes me not really respect them as an artist because they're just a singer at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, performer. Yeah, they're they're a performer, but you know, there's a thousand other people that could do that. But when you get into someone like like J. Cole or Taylor Swift. Post Malone. Post Malone. They're writing their own songs. They're writing their lyrics and actually need Suicide Boys. Heck yeah. So that's an example. <laughs> I love Suicide Boys. Yeah. I have no idea what they're saying. Well, to me, it just flows really well. Uh, but it's like that with all music. System of a Down, they're very lyric focused, important lyrics. No idea what's going on in them. I remember Micah pulled up the lyrics I to have a to, song. If he's playing like a metal song, I have to look at the lyrics while I'm listening to it because I'm like, I just like to know what they're singing about. Well, one of the songs she pulled up, the lyric was the mush, the mushroom com- the k- kombucha, kombucha mushroom, mushroom people. people. And even kombucha then, it's like you have to yeah. Google Damn what does this mean. That's well, awesome. he's he's one of those. Also, too, like I forgot what song that was. He just pulled a. A book off the shelf yeah. in the studio. Oh, just, uh, chop oh, suey, yeah. chop suey. Yeah, yeah. and that was the the part at the end where it has that keychain. I think it's I condemn my spirit. Yeah, um, they're like self registered side part. Forsaken me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that means what you open was, up the Bible. What book was on the shelf? <laughs> Probably the Bible. Oh, you that's, think that's it that's is? what it is? Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. They have like little like uh, they have like little gems in their so they're in their songs. Yeah. <laughs> no. Oh, they're Christian. Yeah, Slipknot too. <laughs> That's what's funny to me, though. Um, like with stuff like that, no idea what they're singing, but if it just sounds good to me, it's good to me. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong out here, everybody, but I think Chop Suey is actually, or yeah, Chop Suey is about like how a kid dies. And like the parents are basically like mourning the kid. Oh gosh! And that's why they're saying like that's why angels deserve to die uh, because they didn't did save the kid. It's not about yeah. suicide. Um, I don't think so. Because I thought they couldn't write a song called "Suicide." That was a myth that I heard, but oh, I don't know if that's true so or not. So they called it "Chop Suey," like yeah. suicide chopped in half. That's what Cole said. Yeah, that was a myth I heard. That's probably not. Never true. mind. Yeah. <laughs> Scratch it. I think it could be uh, talking about. Um, losing um, a kid and how angels deserve to die because they didn't save the kid. But I think it also might be talking about suicide in the aspect of losing someone. And, That's so sad. Yeah. Banger of a song. Though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it, it music, music, in my opinion, like 
it does set my emotions. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if I'm really, it is kind of weird. Like if I'm feeling sad, I really do listen to sad music. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I'm curious. I know you don't like talking about Taylor Swift, mm-hmm. but have you listened to her saddest song? Like there are a couple few songs of hers I cannot listen to because they're way too sad. For me, it's it, if I connect with that, like Sam Smith, he has a lot of sad in his first um i think his first or second album yeah. mm-hmm. is a lot of sad songs yeah. adele a lot of sad songs her newest album is that's when i forced myself to really pay attention like what is she singing yeah right cole now? was into it he was like this song's about it's her, so her sad kid mm. the kid one was really uh like her, like how, i think it was like something about how her kid's perspective of how this yeah. is all yeah yeah, yeah. The very really very good writing but for me it i think it's it gets me in a mood of like, well, they, they went through what they were going through and that sadness and that hurt mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, makes me feel like I can get through it to whatever I'm going through at that time. Right. So that's kind of how I approach sad songs. It doesn't like, it definitely makes me sad a little bit, but yeah. it also helps me kind of focus on like, yeah, well, like I'm not alone in this sadness or whatever it may be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you shot a memory into my brain where uh, I was working at signage in the, in the laser room one day with you and you come in and I, I don't remember if I was in a bad mood or if you were in a bad mood, but you're like, sometimes you just got to get sad. <laughs> you put on that one song, It's like sing me a sad song. It's like that scene from Inside Out where Bing Bong's crying and Joyce trying to cheer him up, but he needs uh, sadness to come and be like, it's oh, okay that's to deep, be sad. Micah. Yeah. <laughs> that's what that reminds me of. <laughs> it's okay to be sad. Yeah, that, um, <laughs> I think it's like Moss the Flames. Yeah, that song. Sing me a sad song. <laughs> Tell me that I'm never alone. Yeah, I remember once you left, I was like, that was weird. That's <laughs> <laughs> so, a weirdo. It got really weird. But did you feel better? I thought it was funny. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so, so it changes your. It, it did change so it, it. but it didn't make me sad. It just made me think like this is a funny song. It's now funny. there there is also songs that are like happy songs that make me get out of sad moods too. Yeah, yeah. So that Pharrell that definitely Williams. works too. Pharrell. <laughs> <laughs> Every Pharrell song. That song makes me. If mad. you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. Yeah. <laughs> <Classic>. <laughs> Everyone, <laughs> join along. Um, yeah, so I feel like, uh, music is depending on like emotion and, and that's why I think it's why someone like me and Micah, like, I don't know how you are. I'm like 70, 30 of like, if it sounds good, I'm going to look up the lyrics, but I'm also like, lyrics are very important for me. So I think it just sets apart from the people that don't do lyrics because then you sit there and you go. Well, they're actually really trying to connect with their fans and really trying to connect with their yeah uh, people around the world. Mm-hmm. That's the, I mean, imagine if you did a movie and it just had no good dialogue. You'd right. be like, I'm not watching this. Right. You would know right away. That that's is, a bad movie. That's how uh, I feel too. Like when someone, you you love a movie and you try to get someone to watch it that hasn't seen it and they're not, you can tell they're not into it. And it's so oh, annoying. But that's why I feel worst. about music too. When I play a song and I want you to like hear it the way that I do. Yeah. And I, when you're not, I'm like, don't you get it, this? It, for, for me, it all depends on <laughs> just the sound. It's so weird. I, I know I'm the minority for sure on that, but 
that that's just how music is for me like lyrically my best rappers Lil Yachty Lil Pump (laughs) the look I was giving him what is going on no it would be like J. Cole Kendrick um Eminem has to be up there yeah Eminem for sure um but like from a storytelling perspective or like what the songs are saying I almost never know what's going on. I just know that they're flowing really well, the rhyming words in, in creative ways. But my brain doesn't like track. It's it's really bizarre. I know but that is it 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 reminds me like oh we don't take any offense to it, but um it kind of reminds me of like people that really like club music because mm-hmm. they it's it's they almost just feel yeah, they're feeling the music instead of like trying to i want to understand the music yeah if the beat is very important or the guitar or like if a guy does acoustic song mm-hmm. i don't think they want you to focus on how well he's playing the acoustic mm-hmm. they want you to just focus on um more their their lyrics and what they're trying to say right and if you hear some barks it's scout scout She's she's a good girl, but uh, she's she's in her window perch right now, looking out. She knows how to open it up too. <laughs> so even if we closed it, she knows to open she's, it up. Yeah, she always is like, there's scratch marks all over. Scott's good dog. Yeah. Um, brought up Disney, and now it has me thinking about Disney songs. What's your what's your top Disney song, Micah? My favorite yeah. of all time. I'm gonna. You give say, me like a top three if you haven't. And it's not even. It's not even. It's not even top three. I would just say like ones that you resonate. Like one when you hear it, you're like, I love this song. I, I don't think they'll think this is very cool. But feed the birds to Mary Poppins. Mm-hmm. It's a good dude, song. my sister would be my sister right now is cheering. Oh, okay. <laughs> I love that song. That's one of those movies I didn't really understand what it was about when I was a kid. Like I liked it, but when I got older, I was like, oh, this is so sad. This yeah. is so beautiful. But it's, you know, my sister probably right now is just jumping for joy. <laughs> she loves that movie. Uh, yeah, she watched it like a lot when, and oh, I think, man. and I think it had to do with like my family, like with my mom and everything. So it was yeah. like this family that was like broken, yeah. and came together yeah. in the end. So it's not saying my family was broken, but we had something terrible happen to right. us. Yeah, so it was like a movie that my sister yes. could escape. Yeah. yeah, correct me if I'm wrong, Brittany, but <laughs> you're <laughs> wrong. <laughs> Uh, um i just i think that movie has so many good messages to it it does it's beautiful it's really deep for a kid's movie it for is sure. yeah it's yeah have you seen that saving mr bang no i won't oh uh, what <laughs> <laughs> it's actually pretty good <laughs> i will not <laughs> yeah, you need to watch it it's really good no um okay so that's one mm. oh i thought you said just one Oh. If, if you have just one, that's fine. If you yeah, want to uh-huh. list off a couple, that'd be it. Here you go, I'll think. Uh, my number one is The Bells of Notre Dame from On the Back of Notre Dame. You don't like the fire. <laughs> that song is a close second. That's a good one, though. But The Bells of that Notre Dame, that intro song. song is intense for a kid's movie. Yeah. yeah. That's when you're like, it's, a, it's about him lusting after her. <laughs> yeah. and he's going to kill her if he she doesn't be with him. that kind of language, too. Like, yeah, it's crazy. It's leading me to sin. But uh, Bells of Notre Dame. Every time it plays, I get the chills in yeah, my arms. My hair stands up. it up all the way. Tells yeah. everyone to be quiet. Yeah. Shut, Shut up. Also, no trick It's so good. Um, for me, 
I already kind of sang it a little bit today, but um, a whole new world. I oh, love it. So good. Don't you dare close Don't your Don't you dare close your eyes. <laughs> a whole new world. I just love how he's so whiny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, they, all, they are not making... It makes you so sad what's happening to Disney. With how they haven't really had, like... I guess Encanto is all right. Yeah. But I it was, just want it those, was just like, all right, classic though. musical movies. Did you guys like Coco? I Coco? Coco was great. I love yeah. Coco. I feel, a, like, I feel like the too. last couple ones that they've done, like the fire one and the water. Like I didn't see I that. I haven't seen Elementals. It didn't look... I've heard it's good, but it didn't look interesting to me. No, none of them have been looking like, no. wow, I need to go see that. And I'm going to yeah. say it's because of Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's made me it's really like, like pull like back from Disney. Deal. It's so crazy. And then, like, it's just a bunch of remakes and reboots. I just want to get back to like original. the original kind of formula. Like, I want to see another princess movie. I want to see a musical. And, and just be it. smart about it. Yeah. Like, change it up. Yeah, it's like we don't have to do different. like okay. Well, we just did a um a Mexican princess, so we need to do this type of princess. Like. I don't care what princess it is. Just be original about it. Don't try to have hidden motives behind it. I think that's the thing that's driving me crazy with Disney. Yeah. And all the remakes, they're trying to like put these spins on it. Well, it's like, like, you don't need to do that. The the remake of Mulan. Yeah. Like the entire purpose of the movie Mulan is that she can prove herself and she can become, you know, as strong as a man in in that that scenario. This is corny, but like as a girl watching the cartoon Mulan, I I loved it because it showed like she worked hard and was yeah. able to do what all the other guys were doing and become a great warrior. Yeah. And or the new one, she has she just magic has, like, powers, supernatural powers that make her, right away <laughs> that make her just awesome. And so it's like there's no message she didn't have anymore. To do yeah, so it's, it's like well, a, a, I wish it defeated I could the purpose like that, of the whole movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. It's and like, like you're you're a woman too, Micah. So it's like. You said when you watched it when you were a kid, like yeah. it empowered you. Yeah, you're like, oh, that's so cool that. Why she was change able that? To it's just, it's one of the most empowerment movies that they have. Yeah. So for women, so that it's like montage. The Be a Man song is so cool. She's not just, a princess it, either, yeah. so it's like it kind of yeah. just like they do such a good job in that movie. That too, like she that actually is in the official lineup though. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just She's in the lineup, she actually, Cody. Technically, <laughs> <laughs> but it it was it was an original story. It's just they didn't go the regular storyline. Okay, we're gonna have this guy save you. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, that which, too. Yeah. But then, but then now you feel like now they're doing the seven. Yeah. Yeah. Snow White yeah. and that the dwarves are not even dwarves. It's yeah. crazy. The I seven magical creatures. What's like, funny is there's still <laughs> there's still one dwarf though. That's what's funny. <laughs> <laughs> They're all gonna be like one Chinese, one black, <laughs> one, and then the white person's gonna be the bad. Person. <laughs> That's grumpy. <laughs> Jesus loves all the children of the world. Song. Yeah, what about that. It's what it's gonna be like. Oh like yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just all the races. Which I don't. I'm not a racist. I'm not. But. <laughs> uh oh. Um, I hate how they're just forcing it down our throats. I, I think they're missing the mark on what people love about disney in the first place too that it's always been like this wholesome thing and mm-hmm. or, yeah because like, you could have sweet thing like you could you have that have, it didn't need to be political or, yeah you yeah. you could have it was an escape uh a person of color like uh spider-man 
across the Spider-Verse, one of the biggest Marvel movies. Or is it Marvel or is it Sony? It's Marvel, okay. but Sony owns it. Yeah, so it's, it's still one of the biggest like superhero movies in the past several years, yeah. and people weren't outraged by it. They just thought, you know, they did it right. They just made a good movie. Yeah, yeah. So Had it's definitely possible. Yeah, I think that's just the the most frustrating part about Disney. Mm-hmm. It just feels like there's always a little bit of a motive, and you have to try to understand it, and they're trying to push this it's, certain thing, like like the whole, like, Little Mermaid thing, like I know it's a touchy topic with certain people, but for me, I think it's just what's wrong with just the original story. I I don't know what's wrong with the original story, even changing the story, like it, yeah, changing her to black, like Mm -hmm. just because people feel like that's what it needs to be. Yeah, I feel like if I mean I'm I'm not black, so I don't understand, but I wonder if it makes them kind of a little bit mad, like. Okay, you guys are trying to force it. Mm-hmm. I guess I would be mad because I'm like, okay, it's not an original character. Yeah. You're just replacing yeah. a character yeah. and putting a black person in it. Yeah. How about make a cool black character? Right. Well, they made Tiana and she's a super love yeah, princess. I, I and people Tiana. love that movie. So, you know, they could obviously do it. They're just, are, they're like Micah said, they're missing the mark yeah. on what made Disney magical. Are you excited about this? How they're doing it? Splash Mountain, they're going to make it Princess and the Frog. And and I don't care how they do the rides. I don't care if they change the rides. Uh-huh. Do what you want. But there, I feel like there, there's that little bit of motive. You can yeah. feel it that yeah. they, they feel the pressure of other people. One person says something online and says, "You need to have a a person of color in one of the themes yeah. of the ride." And then, okay, we'll change it. Which is now, fine, I, but just like make new movies. Like, well, I, I just w- don't like the remakes. Yeah, I, I, I will say at least Splash Mountain turning into Princess and the Frog. At least it fits the theme of the ride. Yeah, because they're in a swamp and everything. So it it's not outrageous to change it to mm-hmm. that. So, and Song uh, of the South is. <laughs> a little problematic. Very problematic. <laughs> Have you seen that movie? Yeah. Oh man, I watched it to see what it was about, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, this it's, is not good." It's, it did not age well. I don't know why. Sure. What they were thinking, making a ride out of when, that movie. When did they make they the even, movie? That was it. The seventies, sixties. It was that late. There's something I like that. Say it was I think 70s. it was protested at the time yeah. that that movie was I, released. I, I did not protested. know it was that late. Yeah, I thought it was much earlier. But I think some. I just think sometimes people, yeah, it's not a good movie, and I don't think it should be like fully celebrated. But I don't know. Sometimes I it it's kind of like when someone says like, "Oh, you know, I don't like that ride," and you're like, "Okay, well, we'll change it," and then. Oh, I don't like this. And I was like, okay, we changed the ride. Yeah. You know, like people are always going to find something. There's always something. There's going to be something else. That's like the whole Johnny Depp thing where all of a sudden they were like thinking about taking him out of the ride. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, why? (laughs) Why? Just Just wait a couple months for the trial to be over. (laughs) They were just so nervous. And I I hate that mentality of back up the people that you've put money into. Give them the benefit of the doubt. And if something happens in the end, then you say, well, we stood with them until we found out that, you know, it was different. But, uh, it's a whole messy situation. (laughs) (laughs) It's definitely one of those things that I I would love to debate on here with someone that is the only on the other side. Yeah, it'd be an interesting topic. Because I want to understand why they're so passionate about 
making, you know, like if someone said right now, like Disney is probably the best it's ever been. These Marvel movies are so good. I'd be like, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> Me? No. Me? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to bring that up, Micah. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know what we're going to bring up. No. Yeah. That's coming. Yeah. I don't want that. The Corey. Uh, Cole, do you want to? Yeah. So there's a, uh, a game studio. I can't remember who it is, but they, they make this style of game where it almost plays out like a movie. Um, so the, the point of it is there's eight, 10, 12 characters, however many. And you can either play it by yourself and you control each character as their scene comes up. Or you do what Micah, Cody, and I did is you sit on the couch together and you pass the controller back to each designated character. Which it was like, I can't wait for the next, like if there's another yeah. one, I'll we, definitely like, yeah, play it again, again with you guys. The three of us again. <laughs> Unless I get kicked out because of what happened. So these... these <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't blame you. <laughs> these games are, are horror games. And it, like I said, they play out like a movie. So um, the one we did was about uh, werewolves. And it's called The Quarry. So uh, each of us got three or four characters. And mm -hmm. you go through this adventure of these characters at a camp. And they get stranded because there's a storm and the car isn't starting. Um, yeah, the decisions you make are like very important. It could yeah. get your character killed, right? And it changes the ending. So, and if your character dies, they die. Like, yeah, if your lose, character's dead, you can't go back. You cannot go back to redo it. So we were getting these little you like in between each chapter. You get these like little cards, and we were kind of struggling at first to try to understand like. Should we follow these cards or not? We were treating it like it was school homework. Like we, yeah, were, we really were really analyzing struggling. it really, and discussing yeah. it before we made decisions. Like down. I would, we I, and that's when I lived, so I lived up here for about like three months. So we were like, Michael would be like, Cody, you going to come over and play the quarry tonight? I, I, wanted to, I just wanted to keep going and yeah. playing it. So we would like to talk to Cody. each other. <laughs> We'd talk to each other. What do you think that riddle thing yeah, was about? And like, oh, maybe this had, had connected to that somehow. And <laughs> Okay, so if a decision like this comes up, we're going to have to, I think we're going to have to do this. But... So first, first casualty that happened was we get one of those flashback <laughs> clues. And it shows. Oh, tell uh, she's a witch. The one oh yes, yes. The the, <laughs> the one who's witch. giving us these cards and flashbacks. The the narrator of the story is a witch. Um, so we don't know if she's on our side, if she has other motives, or if she's just purely the narrator. But she is a witch. That is a known fact. So we get the first uh, clue, and it's kind of ambiguous on what to do. Um, the situation comes up and Micah picks the wrong thing uh, and her character dies immediately. Now, because we saw her character dying in the clue. In the clue. Yeah. And yeah. we just, we picked the wrong thing that led to that death. Uh, so that one's fair. That one was totally that fair. Was fair. It was the first one. I think one. the whole game I was the only one that had Sam die. You were. Yeah. 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 It was It was fair though, because once it happened, we <laughs> thought, oh man, you, you know, I I didn't know what to do there either. So that's a bummer. Um, going through the game though, I think you had another character die, right? No, um, no. Nope. Okay, nope. so we made it nope. all the way. We to did the pretty end good, yeah. We did considering good. from there, did, did yeah. really good. Uh, made it all the way to the end of the game. Spoiler alert! To <laughs> oh if you yeah, play For the, the game. Yeah, skip forward a couple. Minutes. One, two, three, <laughs> go. <laughs> so the last portion of the game, uh, there's 
one of Micah's characters and one of Cody's characters and uh, a non-playable character who's the sheriff of the town. Shout out. (laughs) Shout out. They're going to find the head werewolf because if you kill the main werewolf, the curse is released. Uh, Micah's in play. She's in control and her character has a gun right now. We worked really hard. We worked yeah, really so hard to set this hours. up. Cody and I never had any so player deaths. Discussion. We did really good the entire time. It was, it was and there so was stressful like, parts too. We were about too. to like oh, yeah. beat the game with like a great like yeah. score. Well, also too, we just had that stressful. You and me had our characters like kill a werewolf. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And we were like super stressed out. We're like, okay, this is this is the climax. This yeah. is kind of the end of the game. So Micah walks up to this, uh, in, into the forest and there's a, like almost a, a tent structure made out of trees and it almost looks like an old teepee. And inside of the tent, you can see uh, the head werewolf, like the white werewolf, and it's sleeping. So the decision pops it up. It was eating something, like it was distracted. I thought it was asleep. I think oh, it was maybe asleep, it was asleep. Yeah. Okay, sorry. So it's sleeping there. <laughs> and the decision pops up where... It gives her free reign with her gun. Right. And jump in if I'm misremembering. I this. think it was like shoot the werewolf. It, the options were shoot the werewolf. Yeah. Shoot the sheriff. Okay. Yeah. Or do nothing. Or do, or nothing. do nothing. Which do nothing wasn't really an option. It was shoot the werewolf or shoot like, the sheriff. It's like yeah. here's another. Do nothing was like you can't decide <laughs> like, and you run out of time. Yeah. So Cody. And... <laughs> well, also too, the sheriff was like kind of this like bad. bad yeah. Guy. Yeah. He was, he was, he was kind of. You didn't know corrupt. if he was helping you or a bad guy. But. <laughs> go to we, we we tried to not backseat game when other people were playing yeah. yeah as soon as i came up though and micah hesitated cody and i are both shoot it what do you shoot her shoot it and micah responds but the witch told us not to shoot the, the straight werewolf. straight jurassic park shoot her the the white werewolf is the witch's son mm-hmm. so in my head i was thinking well this is like Maybe if I shoot it, something bad will happen, and it's a trick where I'm not supposed to shoot it. Yeah, to be the, fair, the yeah. to be I fair to Micah, trick. in the beginning, I thought it was too obvious. Right before yeah. that chapter started, the witch was like, "You better not kill my yeah, son. Yeah, don't hurt my son." <laughs> so we were like, "Well, she's helped us out along yeah. the way," but then in my head, I'm like, "She's shoot a it. witch." Yeah. Shoot also, it it brings back all the werewolves that were turned. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like, yeah. don't trust the witch. Anyways, but- <laughs> Micah decides to do nothing. Nothing, not the, even shoot the sheriff. The timer even- runs out. The sheriff charges Micah. Uh, in the next like cutscene, the sheriff gets killed. Werewolf gets up after the sheriff is killed. Werewolf's up. Goes over to Micah, whacks her head off, gone. Then goes over to Cody's innocent character. <laughs> And decapitates him as well. And then the his credits lower, roll. His lower jaw. Like, was oh, just ripped off yeah, his jaw. Like, That's right. Blink of an eye, everyone's dead. And then the credits roll. That was the end <laughs> of the that game. That was it. That, that Micah got. <laughs> we Cody, were sitting there in shock. <laughs> Cody went and screamed into a pillow. No. <laughs> like, he was like. Well, the gameplay, so we, we invested like 10 or yeah, 11 hours. It was so much To time. get to that game. Every day. So much we only discussion. had one. Every day, Micah saying. <laughs> Please, Cody. Like, please, please come over. Come over. <laughs> I just want to play the quarry, please. You got what oh, you wanted. I'm so sorry that that happened, and I felt so stupid too because I was like, oh, "Man, yeah, and we, I'm the girl." Like, <laughs> we, we did play into you after video that. Game. We laid into you pretty hard. Yeah, on that. yeah. I, well, I felt awful. 
But I really thought that like, oh, it's too easy, you know, like too easy. Like it was too easy. Shoot the werewolf. Something more. <laughs> and I just thought for sure there was going to be some other decision. We were I don't so know we I were thought. so like I was so like I don't know what just happened. Cole's like <laughs> trying to find out what actually happens when you shoot the werewolf. He's like, I have to look it up. I have to. <laughs> We like looked it up and, it and we're was like, like the golden ending. We like... saved like the, we got to a point where we the only thing we did wrong was that one girl that died. Yeah. And that was my fault. And that, but but I mean, that was fair. That one was understandable. Yeah. This one was not understandable. <laughs> You're like, but the witch told the us witch, not to. It's a witch. We saved us. like everyone. Oh, that one was tough. That was a lot of fun. I'm really sorry. Another <laughs> really fun game we had some fun playing together was Phasmophobia. Oh, yeah. The, the ghost hunting yeah. game. And Micah, you had a, a little I, ghost hunting I experience last real. night. Oh, yeah. We went to the, I went to the Whaley's house with Cole's mom and grandma and aunt. And we did some actual like paranormal investigating at night in the house. <laughs> It was it was pretty like it was special. Was it fun? At least it was. I went. I do not believe in ghosts at all. Like, do you believe in ghosts? I. What you, what's your see? Opinion? The thing is, is I've had some weird things happen to me. Yeah, I think where I'm. Um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't doubt it. What have you had happen? Is in it, in in one of my rooms, I had this is like scary. it. It kind of it did scare me at first. Um, I used to have this like. Batman thing that would be in my room and I would press the side of it if I didn't want like all the lights on in my room mm -hmm. while I play games or whatever I would turn it on and it would light up and I'm I'm like a big component of like dreams and everything oh yeah so I like have things set up in the room to where I know if I'm in a dream or not because mm -hmm. I've like after that they call that uh, sleep sleep paralysis yeah for yeah. lucid dreaming oh lucid dreaming that's, that's when yeah. you can like control your dream yeah yeah i've controlled my like dreams before your body's asleep but your mind's like awake or something. i've only done it like a couple times mm -hmm. it's not like something i do every time like yeah i'm gonna go fly <laughs> <laughs> you have to like really focus you, about it it takes a lot of work like meditation practice so i have this like little spider-man that i put in my room mm. and if that's moved that I know in, in a dream. Ew. So I was laying down in my bed and I turned off that Batman thing and I wake up in the middle of the night and the Batman thing is on. Ugh. So I used to lock my door too mm -hmm. to my room because sometimes my papa would just come in and <laughs> hey, what's going on? <laughs> you were sleeping there? <laughs> what you doing? <laughs> so I used to lock my door and also too, I used to I used to sleepwalk. So, but I haven't sleepwalked in a long time. So, I woke up in the middle of the night, and that light was, was on that? across the room, and I couldn't I couldn't move. Like I was like I don't know. Okay, I remember turning that off. So I got up, turned it off, and I looked at my Spider Man thing, and it was in the same place. So I was like. I'm not dreaming. Ew. So I like laid back down. Next night, I had a fan in my room mm -hmm. um, up in like a window. And then uh, I had it like secured so it would never fall in. And it got, it fell in and it felt like someone like 
It's like grabbed my you? shoulder. Oh. So I rolled off the commando rolled off my bed, <laughs> opened the door and rolled out and just Get looked into the darkness. So I kind of like I'm not going to, I'm not going to, like, if someone was, like, super into it, mm -hmm. I'd be like, right. I get it. Yeah, I'm the same way. But yeah. I'm not, like, like, my dad, me and my dad are going to talk next week. My dad has, like, some scary stories. Ooh. Yeah, scary Ooh. ones. He's had a lot of things happen to him. We thought our, our house was like haunted. major haunted. It's yeah, crazy. like, the, but my mom actually passed away in my grandma's house, too. Yeah. So, like, there's just weird little like, things. things. that have happened. But if someone were to be, like... Do you truly believe in it? I'd be like, it doesn't matter if I do. Yeah, or, or, yeah, right. I don't really get off on like if someone was like, we need to, we need to go to the house and we need to have these things happen. I'd be yeah. like, no, nah. yeah, like, eh, it's fine. It can stay. <laughs> they got they got AC in there running. Insidious, <laughs> insidious alternate. Ending. You feel it's the, fine. <laughs> you feel that coldness. <laughs> That's what, a fan on your neck. <laughs> this was like have you been to the whaley house in old town san diego i went like during the day when yeah. i like a field trip me and cole did too and i was like cole can we please go it's it's the most haunted house in america and which then, means nothing it and means when we it's got just there it's like daytime it's like a museum that you do a tour in yeah and so cole was like really unimpressed it's and like, bored oh, this is pretty spooky but what we got to do is special we got to go at night and it was just a group of eight people and we were with a guy and he gave us equipment and we got to like go into rooms that aren't the general public aren't allowed to go into and like search for ghosts. But nothing really. did you guys find ghosts? No. <laughs> okay. I, mean... I hate that dude. Like the ghost hunters, they find someone every yeah. time. They're like, yeah, yeah. Can you like okay? He kept saying that. You he do said, that every episode. He kept saying like, "Oh, some women say they're gonna feel someone touching their hair, or a child trying to grab your hand, or a dog ghost brushing up against That's your legs." Yell out. Dog ghost. And, Try to grab my hand, yeah. you little kid. <laughs> yeah. and he had Jack like up. the spirit box, the talk box thing, where it's like radio static, <laughs> and then every once in a while you hear a word, and he's like, Shh, and he's like talking to like, "How many people are in the jury box? How many adults are here?" Can you tell us? Can you tell us? And that it was like, I want to say like five minutes of that. And and we were just like, okay, can we? I would have said, can can I just like hang out here while it's spooky? I don't need this. I, so just the whole time I was like, can yeah. you just give me a little gadget and I can go walk around? I don't <laughs> that would be more scary to me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like walking around without yeah. a person like that. I'd I, be like, if I a, heard it was haunted and I was there and they're like, yeah, all right, you guys can wander throughout here. I'd be like, can I? get like a flashlight or... <laughs> that would be fun we That'd had our fun. phones and he encouraged us to do videos and photos and i took stuff i didn't see anything i did a snapchat filter <laughs> i did a snapchat filter and i showed it to kelly she's like what how did you do that there's a filter <laughs> where it looks like there's like a, a ghost, ghost floating in the... <laughs> and she, my mom that has to be real <laughs> she was like, like oh my goodness <laughs> Your mom. Bless her heart, dude. She didn't believe it. I think she was just like, oh, how'd you do that? No, she's a believer in I, that. Oh, no, like the oh, ghost yeah. filter. Yeah. yeah. They had dowsing rods, too. And that was funny. Have you seen those? They're like little metal ones. Yeah. And he was like, he was like, okay, grab the dowsing rods and point to the direction that you're in. And they did it. And But we all got to try to do it at one point. And I feel like they were really walking and other all people over were the place. doing it. <laughs> There's a spirit here. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there is. <laughs> it was it was really cool experience. I'm so glad I got to do it, but I don't know. <laughs> it's just funny. Like we had a cat toy one, and they put the cat toy down. Like, can you move the ball? Can you move it? 
And then it's just looking he's, at He's him. busy right now. <laughs> you guys should have been here last night. It was crazy. <laughs> he said it was like fishing. Like sometimes you get stuff. Like, no, I, I feel like. Yeah, I'm sure I feel it like is. it just depends on the people that you get. We got the wrong bait today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it, to me, I think like when you get into like the whole like. Like my dad. Like yeah. if my dad was like, I need to find out if the house is haunted. That's going to be like dad give it up yeah but there's like, <laughs> like so don't many give those people your money <laughs> there's so many weird things that's happened when my dad's been at that house that yeah, it's like that's like that's weird. spooky that's weird it's yeah very i believe that spooky stuff happens yeah. and i've had like weird stuff like that i think but then it's just like stuff like that where it's like yeah is your are mind... you here with us and then you hear it's a radio thing go yes <laughs> <laughs> you're like okay yes. <laughs> lucifer <laughs> I really wanted, I thought about downloading a sound effect or two or something. Playing it. But it Pig noises. <laughs> Those are the pigs across the street. <laughs> that would have been, we should have done that. Oh, I didn't yeah. want to be Just mean. try to mess with people. Oh, we should, we should pay to do it pay with a random group. It really sets the thing And up. like, like fake a possession or something. Yeah. I was one. He also said, "Like you might smell cigar smoke," and I just imagine it being like, <laughs> it's just in the <laughs> like people behind the scenes, like trying to do stuff. The guys, like, <laughs> <laughs> we're running out of cigars. <laughs> it's got a fan pointing towards it. <laughs> yeah, I always, I always just think it's goofy those shows yeah. when you watch them and they're like. Yeah. They something always just touch my neck. They always find something. Yeah. Like, You're like, I think we got enough. You're like, what? This little <laughs> you girl. found evidence of ghosts and you got enough. <laughs> There's one of them that like they find out that like if they get no hits or anything, they're like, it's not haunted. Mm. Like, I'm like, I like these no. guys. <laughs> the realistic. Have you seen? There's this one terrible show. I can't remember what it's called, but it was a really like low budget ghost hunting show where they go to a house. And they had someone come in to look at like um, someone. He's not a ghost investigator. It's like he just goes in and is like, "Oh yeah, this door is not on right," and like fixes it. Oh, he fixes. Or the, like he's like, "Yeah, your AC thing. isn't working," and he like debunks everything. The door <laughs> opens when I walk through it, and it opens <laughs> like, up again. Yeah, Guess been... what? It's on there wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny. I'd watch that show. It's a real thing. The guy's like. Like our cabinet creaks. Yeah, it's all WD forty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you won't hear any cracks no anymore. It'll be good. <laughs> That's Salt. a good idea. <laughs> Salt. But then they still have like the psychic come in after the no nonsense guy. Yeah. So it's like, why are you doing it in that order? See, I feel like the psychic. Like, I don't know about that. To mm, that, and mm. like, I think most of that is just like people trying to get people's money. For, yeah. Like, um, their loved ones and everything that people trying to connect to their loved ones and taking advantage of that. Well, to kind of segue into that, I know we usually, you guys forget when we go do this, but usually I see scary movies with you guys. And you guys usually are like, did you see this movie? And I'm like, yeah, I saw it with you guys. Almost every time we see a movie the next week, that. I'm like, Cody, you gotta see, talk to me. <laughs> we saw it yesterday together, Cole. <laughs> oh, that's right. I remember. I was sitting next to you. Yeah, we sat, I sat right. I bought was your ticket you? and you paid me for it. Oh, yeah, you sat next <laughs> to Micah. <laughs> I have a horrible memory when it comes mm. to stuff like that. I don't know why. What's the worst scary movie you feel like you've ever seen? That one that we watched here. Which one? Oh, the, Which the, one? the, the grocery store one. <laughs> no. No? no. Probably, 
Troll two. Troll two. Oh, that one. Was... But I feel like that's a gag. I feel like they were trying to make it. Like they knew they were. You can they knew see what they the, were doing. You can see the human faces behind the mask. Yeah, in it. I think they knew they were not making <laughs> the mask are not fitting like properly at all. Oh, they weren't no. making the next. What shining. does he say in it? They're He's eating like, her, and then they're gonna yeah, eat me. Eat. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> so bad. That was really bad. Um, but like okay but I feel like that one wasn't serious like what's the worst like serious scary movie was. where do they were really grocery, trying do you think that grocery store one was really trying I think they I were. think it's an 80s slasher yeah, movie I think like, they I were actually trying though because but, like the, the deaths were violent yeah. yeah but I think it wasn't trying to be scary it was just trying to be I don't know well that's like the big the big um, it's tricky thing that I always have a conversation with Cole is like what's scary and what's like a horror yeah because like there's some scary movies i don't get scared in at all right it's more when i go home and i sit back and i think on it yeah like hereditary yeah hereditary did me like hereditary like during the movie i wasn't scared at all yeah Mm -hmm. but sitting back and after we left the movie here i was like dude that movie was really crazy and really like messed up but then started to think about it like man what if that did happen like someone i knew or i was involved in it like it is pretty creepy yeah the cult aspect of it yeah a24 puts out so many good like stick wiki movies because midsummer was the same thing for me that that one the that, ending of it i was like oh my goodness well even to like the crazy. rock moment like where the, oh yeah yeah that was too much <laughs> too much violence too much. i didn't like it, it was too violent <laughs> I don't it the violence sometimes for me it's it's when it's a nonsense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like yeah. what is it called? The one movie that you're watching? Uh Terrifier too. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. I can't. Do you well, like the, the Saw movies? Is that I like, sh- the like first, slasher? I like the son? first two. Yeah, the first two or three for mm-hmm. me were good. When mm-hmm. the story kind of went away. Yeah, and it's I more about like away. the slasher film, mate. Um I will say with like Terrifier, they they made those movies purely just to show yeah. what they could yeah. do yeah. with the practical effects. I think I put that one on. It was like on some kind of list like, oh, this is a good one. Like and then like movie. we got through like, I don't know, 20 minutes and we were like, we got to turn this off. We we tried watching <laughs> the first one I'm with out. my brother and the second one is crazy. The first one has one scene in it where I shut it off, uh, which is... Don't tell him that. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. He like he no. hangs this girl upside down <laughs> no. and all like, oh, the butter uh, like yeah he like cuts through her no but it's like that's when I shut it off it's and like, it's too much man normally stuff like that doesn't bother me because like you know it's obviously fake um it's just a movie psychopath yeah it's just a movie but too. that one I was like this is not entertaining at all it's <laughs> just my suggestion too I was like let's watch Terrifier yeah this be good <laughs> what's well, like that one horror movie I was telling you guys. Like to not watch, but to watch. Oh, um, Jack something. Oh, Jack's house or something like yeah, that. Yeah, the house, house that Jack house, built. Yeah, yeah. That we did one, not watch that. Good night. <laughs> don't watch that. <laughs> it's forever in my brain, and I can't get it out. I don't like stuff like Especially that. Especially when you see kids die. Like yeah. that's yeah. not. I don't think that's After feels weird. Being pregnant, there's so many stuff now. I'm like, I can't. I don't want to watch anything yeah. like that. You know, a movie that did a kid death really well though <laughs> was the uh, the 80s version of The Blob. Have you seen that? Movie? I remember. You, uh, we start. Didn't we start watching it? Yeah, remember. we we started. Yeah, we started it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We we watched it thinking like it would just be a put on movie. No, and... I saw a clip of it online, and I oh, was okay. like, oh, I, I didn't we need think to try anything of it. 
the practical effects in it though mm-hmm. are so good the, you, the you deaths in it are crazy i saw like the up until i think when the the jock died mm-hmm. um that part yeah well there's a part in no, it where because we got to the part with the the sink the guy gets sucked on that drain you remember that no you ruined it okay <laughs> no i didn't <laughs> i promise you you'd remember it no I, I probably don't remember i was probably falling asleep yeah. there's a part in it though where they're like running through a sewer trying to get away from the blob and they're climbing up this ladder to get out and the little kid like falls in the water and you're thinking like how they, what how's he gonna get out and then he comes out and he is melting he doesn't he's dead he's <laughs> it's like oh my goodness they killed a kid <laughs> like they should shoot him in the head yeah yeah i mean it's you never see kid deaths in movies so when it's it does great. happen it's like it's like oh this is a real a real problem <laughs> yeah there's an actual threat that was we talked about this last time i think on the podcast that was the issue with stranger things when the villain wasn't killing <laughs> you anyone. guys are always like this not enough kids died <laughs> not enough people died <laughs> not enough in stranger things i needed more people i know i know it's just funny to me because the, the the way that season was kicking off I was like, this could be the best. Yeah. I just don't like the way it ended. But maybe the next one well, I think it got delayed until twenty twenty five. The writer strike. Yeah. yeah. Um, Good. (laughs) (laughs) Um make it better. I was trying to think of a that was something I watched with you guys, but I'm drawing a blank. But I mean if you guys want to talk about talk talk to me. Sure. Yeah, that to me that's did you like talk it? About talk did you me? like did you like yeah, it? Yeah, I liked it. Um like I said, like I can't watch violent stuff really right now. Like I had to close my eyes. For that one though, the violence didn't feel out of the ordinary. Yeah. It didn't feel like it was, it was unnecessary yeah. violence. It felt like this is something that Such would cousin. actually happen in a situation like this. To me, that's the most recent good horror movie that yeah. I've seen in yeah at least five years there's so much there's so much to take in from that movie like when you're watching it i was so on the edge of my seat of like yeah what's going to happen next what Mm -hmm. is going on Mm -hmm. um there wasn't this like we need to find out why this hand is doing this and we need to go talk to someone that's been possessed before and stuff like it didn't follow the tropes it just kind of went this is its own thing and it was a really creepy like like even when the girl and the boy were like sitting there, yeah. Um, he could, she couldn't, he couldn't sleep or something like that. Yeah, or she, she yeah, she couldn't sleep. No, he couldn't sleep. He You're could, right. I'm sorry. She, he went into his sister's room and then she was like, "Get out." Yeah. Um, that was also like sets up for the ending. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, but like I feel like there's so many parts in that movie where yeah. you sit there and you're like. Ooh, if I go watch it again, yeah. it's gonna make it's, sense it's in the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Um, they just did such yeah. a good I job. I thought it was really well done. I love that opening sequence too, where it just jumps you right into it. Oh, immediately. yeah, and, yeah, and it's that following camera shot. That was really yeah. cool. I I just love the spin on it they took. Yeah, because there's been yeah. so many possession movies, and every time yeah. you see a trailer for one, it just kind of sigh and pull out my phone and wait for the next trailer to come on. <laughs> but this one, like. The, the fact that they're willingly getting possessed. Yeah. They're willingly going into this almost like it's like a drug. drug. It's yeah. it's the party favorite. It's cocaine. It's it's alcohol. It's whatever. Yeah. That's what they're doing for entertainment. It was so yeah. interesting. Well, you know what's about. crazy too? Like going back to that opening scene when you, it's following the camera, going through a party scene mm-hmm. and then the kid ends up doing what he did and he dies. 
you sorry spoiler alert <laughs> if you don't want to if you want to watch the movie just stop listening right now for probably a good 10 or 13 <laughs> <clears throat> but breaking down that film because when you watch it you're gonna you're gonna constantly be breaking it down i still break it down in my head yeah and going through the party scene like you see one guy that's super worried about his loved one right and no one else cares yeah. right and then he ends up hurting the loved one not mm -hmm. the people that got him into it right. yeah and then you kind of also see too that he that's someone straight got killed or murdered because of that thing yeah, yeah. and then um they keep continuing they to do it, it. Yeah. yeah even though they know yeah and that's the same with like yeah drugs yeah K kids know that people die from it and they still continue to do it right so i think the overall message of the movie was just it was really interesting. you continue to do these drugs and these things that are not good for you you know it's going to kill you and it's going to hurt the people around you that's why even the girl, she kept going into the hand, keep doing right. the yeah. thing. Yeah. When she knew that it was going to hurt, but she was so selfish mm -hmm. in what she was doing. That's why I think at the end, Micah, yeah. she pushed her. You think so? I, I, I want to believe that story. Yeah. That the friend pushed the main character into the street? Yeah. Okay. You don't think she jumped in? Yeah. No. I, I'm kind of the but same. It, but it makes sense that that ending makes sense where she, if she jumps yeah because yeah. she finally gave up the drug mm -hmm. she sure. finally knocked it but there's consequences right to your actions but i i i'm like 50 50. Mm -hmm. yeah i want i want it to be that the friend finally went you're i i, I gotta save my brother yeah. because in the beginning of the film she wasn't she yeah. didn't care less about her yeah. brother she just cared about her friends right and then she even her mom, like, giving her that guilt trip of, like, dude, I told you to watch him. I told you yeah. to. And, like, you can feel her story. You don't really pay attention to it too much. But until the end, her story kind of comes to an ending, too. Yeah. So, To me, what was most impressive about it is, like, one, it's YouTubers who made it. You know, the two Rocka Rocka brothers. Uh, two, it's their first movie. And it was so good on so many like technical levels and the music was great in it the script was great all the characters were well written i didn't hate any of them i mm -hmm. understood why the girl kept going back to the hand to talk to her mother and to figure it out it didn't seem overly stupid to me yeah uh and then also they made it all in australia where you know that's not hollywood and all the acting was super believable. Yeah. I didn't doubt any of Not those a characters. Lot of foreign films too. Well, yeah, right? especially for young actors. Yeah, um, like the the younger brother. Mm -hmm. Most of the time, if you get an actor under fifteen, I don't know, but how old that they kid stink. is. But they're not believable but they were all so even so his well friend bad. too. Like yeah. I don't know, like everybody did a really good job. The people that were bringing the hand, yeah, they did such a good job at just selling that. This makes you feel a certain way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And even to their arc ends when they're like, we want nothing to do with that. Yeah. 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 But um, because they knew that they hurt, they've been hurting people's lives for so long. Yeah. Just for their money and their, their gain. Yeah. And it, I love the ending too. Cause uh, you know, you would think 
after this happens, that that group of friends would destroy the hand. Yeah. And it ends with her waking up to someone talking to her. Yeah. And so, yeah. so like, it, the hand the hand just moved. It it got sent somewhere else. Ended up in South America or Mexico or wherever it was. Yeah. So it's you know they they didn't destroy it and learn the lesson. They just kind of passed it on to someone else's problem. Well, the way that they did it at the end was like bone chilling. Yeah. 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 Like the way that it ended, it was like as a Christian. Like it made oh. me also like oh, fear hell. Yeah. Because it was like it's like a purgatory. Yeah. The the a feeling of like the finality of your life. Um mm-hmm. it made it like, whoa, that That's was heavy scary. and it was hard. Um, even leaving a theory or I was I could feel yeah. the goosebumps. Even right now I can feel the goosebumps. I, I just got it when you said <laughs> but um that movie it's I, I wish more horror was like that. Yeah, it's just, really hard to do a scary movie well, especially today when so many movies have been made already. Well, it's the, really hard to make something. There was no cheap jump scares in it, yeah. too, which is very impressive. Because yeah. those are tempting to do, because they're, they're so easy to get a scare out of people with just, you know, a loud noise or a jolt of something. Well, it's funny, you called it out in one of the trailers. <laughs> For the Nun what 2. The nun yeah. too. Yeah, the Nun 2, there's it's a scene where... now. <laughs> there's a scene where all these magazine yeah. pages are flipping like on the wall and it starts forming the nun and the lady walks up to it and it's the most predict the nun just sticks her hand out and chokes her in that trailer alone people got choked like three or four times yeah it was a loud noise and a hand on the throat that was the jump scare every time it's so funny how many movies they've made they've made so there's conjuring two and that was the first time you see the nun right yes and then they made the conjuring conjuring two the nun and now, Annabelle. And what is this one called? This is the Nun 2. Nun 2. <laughs> yeah. How many movies can they make about this? Yeah. When I'm telling you, I think they forgot to put the Nun 2 on it because <laughs> it looked like it just the said the Nun. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I think they forgot. It's a remake. The <laughs> They're remaking <laughs> we, it, but the same way. The first <laughs> yeah. Well, the, they see Cash because Conjuring was, you know, the, the first in the universe and it did really well. Mm-hmm. We got to make more of those. <laughs> see, that <laughs> one, <laughs> like the this. Conjuring, that one was. I felt like a standalone really? film. I really liked yeah. it. Um, even the, I didn't get, I didn't really get scared throughout the whole movie. I was mm-hmm. more scared right when the movie ended, mm-hmm. and they showed the the family that they were talking about, and yeah. it like had the creepy music oh, in the background. It was like, and I was it's like, true. Turn it off. Yeah, <laughs> <It's> <laughs> turn it off. <laughs> it really happened. Yeah. One yeah. Of, one of Cole's friends was those. convinced that Texas Chainsaw Massacre really happened. And I had an argument with her. Oh, yeah. It's like, I don't think it's that really real. happened. And I'm like, it's no, based it did. On, it it's, did. It's like based on other it, horror or other It's based off of killers. this one serial killer, Ed Gunn, I think. But he's based off of a lot. I think Psycho is based off yeah. of him and stuff like that. Because Ed, but the, it's the nothing like the movie. He wasn't deformed. Yeah, he yeah, didn't have a chainsaw. It wasn't like the movie at all. Yeah, it wasn't like a family. Yeah, too, it right? wasn't like, and a bunch of teenagers. Well, I remember when I was a kid, uh, they made one in the early 2000s and we watched it. And at the end of the credits, there's a scene where it's like, it's supposed to be like found footage of them like going into yeah, like a, the basement of the basement of the house, and you hear the chainsaw roll up, and then the, all the cops are like, oh, and they run out, and I was like, it was real. That's they have real footage. Oh snap! Don't go to Texas. So I, when I was a little kid, I thought it was true too. Oh, I mean, growing up, I've always like heard that that was like based off of a, yeah, a story. True, true story. But then, like when you really break it down, you're like, it's there's no leather face. Yeah, yeah. like they got yeah. that. He did peel off people's skins and stuff, but he I never wore them. He was making a. Oh, this is so gross. But he was making a, a suit 
for women's yeah, skin. It was all women. I and, thought that was uh, Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lambs. They pulled uh, that from him, I think too. they probably pulled it from Ed Gunn. Mm-hmm. And I think he had, like, human skulls that he was using as bowls. And, like, a few things like that. I think that may be a lamp. Well, there's, oh, there's he had so a belt many, that he made out of. There's so this, many movies that have true. been, if you do look into it, like, Jeepers Creepers. Yeah. They pulled a lot from that. Oh, yeah. Um, so, it, it it's one of those. Jeepers Creepers is based off of a um, an old TV show. I think it was called, like. Jeepers. Unbelievable true stories or something like that. But it was a real couple that were, or brother and sister that were driving down the road and saw like that opening scene in Jeepers Creepers. Someone like Duff That apparently really helped. Yeah, that Mm. would base off of. That's a great, great horror movie if you haven't seen it. The first one. (laughs) The first one is so good. It still holds up, I think. Second one's not bad, but it's more like stop making the films. Yeah, it it was a cash grab more so. Yeah. But uh, that first one is... I know you really like it. I I love it. I, I don't remember I like you it. liking it that much, but uh, it it holds up so well for me. Yeah, you like it. Yeah, I think because it had more of a story to it. The second one didn't. It became more of a thrasher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, did I say it? Thrasher, slasher, slasher, slasher. <laughs> I was like, thrasher, I know I'm not saying thrasher, dude. Skate thrasher. mag, skate mag, dude. Uh, this is gonna upset you, but I I feel like we need to say it. I don't want to. Are you going to talk about Tim's job? I don't want to talk Gosh, about Tim's Gosh darn that. it, dude. You guys are stupid. I don't no, want no, no, to talk listen, about listen, it. Listen. I would thought about I that. I grew up loving Tombstone, and I yes. showed it to Micah because she had never seen it. I was like, Micah, it's the best Western ever. And we put it on, and I was like 10 minutes in, I could tell she was not vibing with it. And I was like, this is not as good as I remember it. <laughs> now, I don't, I, I'm a traditional Western guy. I love a lot of old westerns. I yeah. do ones, too. I love all the Clint Eastwood. Yeah. See, I go even further. I'm like John Stewart. Ooh. You know who John Stewart is? No. <laughs> See, <laughs> John Dean. Wayne, like James Dean. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of those old ones, like even ones where my dad, we'd be watching the Western Channel mm-hmm. or Encore. On Encore. <laughs> um, so I, I get it. It is cheesy. It has like a cheesy story, but I just love Val Kilmer. Oh, dude. Yeah. Do- I need so a Doc Holliday good. movie. That's what I need. I'm your Say Huckleberry. Say Flam. Say Flam. You ain't no Daisy. You ain't no <laughs> Daisy at all. Say, he says, I'll be your Huckleberry. I'll be your Huckleberry. I'll be your Huckleberry. <laughs> He's like, we had a game and we're supposed to finish it. Like, oh, I was just playing. I wasn't. I wasn't. Oh, it's so cool. <laughs> Comes out of the dark or it's a little so bit of light. Cool. Yeah, there's just like iconic moments in yeah, that. And yeah. it is that. based on like a true story. A true story. So it's like, but like me and Tessa said, we hate the girl in it. Like yeah. she's, oh, I wish I could just, <laughs> you cheated. <laughs> yeah, Wyatt Herb, like also too, like, White Herb was known as not being like a good guy either. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of I mean, people we glamorize the the West for yeah. sure. It dude, it must have been full of bad dudes. Me? It must have no. been so scary. <laughs> me? No. Couldn't no, do it. I don't do, do it. it. Shoot me. <laughs> <laughs> me? Just bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I was listening to it yesterday when I was hiking. You were talking about two himself. I was like, oh that's like our like I think because it, it it is something that it's like, nostalgic a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Our grandpa it used to take us to Tombstone. Yeah, I think I would love it if I watched it a lot as a kid. Mm-hmm. Like we used to, he used to take us to Tombstone, and we'd buy the little That's gun. That's so cool. 
So like it 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 like you that movie means a lot. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> the paranormal guy yesterday said that he went to Tombstone. Tombstone. Was, they were everywhere. The EMF eater meter was going off. He showed on. us a video. He showed us some videos and pictures of his phones of like <laughs> ghost sighting. And the video was like on a old Western street in Tombstone, I guess. And he was like, so here you'll hear the wind. And it was that, you know, like <laughs> sound. See, there's no wind like, right now. And see, and then he's like, and then here you hear the horse carriage and the horse is drawing the carriage. And then I was like, that's just there's more probably wind. someone with a horse. <laughs> I was like, that's just more wind, but like, I'm sorry. Or they have a loudspeaker out. In- <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, you actually amusement park. Hear a horse. <laughs> Because it is kind of like when you go there, it is like kind of like a little like museum yeah. slash music park yeah. thing. But I feel like it would be really easy to just fake it, you know. But I guess they have they, they really ah uh, yeah, or That's they the really thing. believe like, if it. I'm running a business where people are spending a couple hundred bucks to come in and do some ghost, ghost hunting. hunting. I'm going to embellish some stuff. Yeah, I'm going to do gonna, some crazy stuff. It's going to yeah. be he, so scary. He had, he really believed it and had respect for it. You could tell. And he yeah. even mentioned that. He said, I'm not going to be like, Whoa, what was that? You know, I'm not going to be like, yeah, yeah. No, I'm doing that. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah, you know, you're putting like that, string on cabinets guy. and ripping them open, <laughs> touching their neck and stuff. Yeah. Be like, have, a, have a feather and tickle their neck. <laughs> Throw something over in the Yeah. Like it's going to, People are gonna have nightmares, but they're gonna they're gonna leave it too. Yeah, like when when someone tells me like they have like a a ghost story and they don't have like it recorded or anything, I'm yeah. like, I'm like all right. Uh, but if it's someone like I feel like it's credible and they wouldn't lie about it, it's mm-hmm. like it is very weird. Yeah. yeah. But when oh, you yeah, hear when you hear like my dad's ones, it, I don't even think it's a ghost. Ugh, it's more creepy. like spirit stuff that was really creepy. But. Yeah. But if westerns, if we're gonna talk westerns, Clint Eastwood, my favorite Love movie. Clint Eastwood. Out, good, well, good the bag and <laughs> <laughs> Is it good the bag and the ugly? The good the bag and the bad and the ugly. No, that's like a traditional like Italian <laughs> spaghetti western. Spaghetti western, which they they have like their place. One, they have their place. Yeah. But if I have to like give my favorite western, it's Outlaw Josie Wales. Oh, I didn't see that. Mine is uh, that one's three hours. Ay, ay, ay. Mine is Cowboys versus Aliens. <laughs> Ivan would be happy with you. He I've loves, never, I've never seen it. He loves Daniel <laughs> Craig. Really? Anything Daniel Craig is in, he's like, seen it. It's so good. And I never it. saw that one. Oh my word. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. But, like, did you see the ballad of Buster Scruggs? Did oh, you watch that? That was a good one. That's it's, the, not, it's not really it's, a western. It's a it series a of short stories. It's a Coen Brothers movie. You I, like that? I've seen the one where the gun, like the guy's like the fastest gun in the West. He has like he's wearing all white. That's the oh, one yeah. I've seen. Yeah, that's, but I don't that, think I've seen the, a whole bunch of them. That's, that's the Buster intro Scruggs. to it. That, 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 that <laughs> I is think Buster that's Scruggs. Buster Scruggs. That that movie's really cool though. That one was funny. I was laughing. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, yeah. But it has this like comedy to it, and this like yeah, but also a serious tone. I mean, some of the. The every, other stories are it's really all short dark. stories but every story is about death or has a death in it mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i don't know what they're trying to say with that it's it's a really interesting a movie some of them are a little boring but there's some that are i mean they're really shocking not in like a gruesome way or anything like that just makes you know, it, the, it the outcome is it sits with it you. really sits with you with some of them they're really powerful there's um there's one I recommend to everybody. It actually might be pretty high up on my list, but I forget the name of it. It's with Christian Bale in it. 
Not, oh, uh, 310 to Yuma? Not 310 to Yuma, no. which is good. I like 310, but um, got to watch the original. Um, but it's about this, like, colonel that is he needs to, like, take this Indian tribe, like the rest of his family, across. He has to take him back to Montana, to his homeland, because he's like a war criminal. He's been in prison. And but before they died, they promised like Indians back in that time, like we'll take you back to your land mm. and bury your your body where you belong. So he he's taking this guy across the country, but he hates Indians. Mm. So like it's just like um oh man, I'm trying to think of it. Are you looking it up, Cole? Is it hostiles? Hostiles. I haven't seen that one. It's, it's good. It it I think that's how the West was. Yeah. Like they don't make it oh, like it's not, it's not Hollywood. It's gritty. Yeah. It's, it's real. Gritty. Yeah. It's a good movie. I love it. Okay. What are your so Halloween coming up? What are what are your like go to I gotta watch this at Halloween time shows and movies? I'm weird. Like I'm I kinda go to like the div uh yeah, the Disney route. Halloween town. Halloween town. Halloween town. Pocus. Um, I love Hocus Pocus. Everyone's from Pocus so me good. and my sister. Did you see the new one? No. Surprisingly, <laughs> not as horrible as I thought it would be. I think be. it had something there, there I was, liked, but most things I didn't. Yeah, like. there was a couple moments that were pretty clever. I don't think I'll ever watch it again. Yeah, I don't think I will either, <laughs> but it it had some moments that were worthwhile. But um, it doesn't hold up to the original, for sure. Trying to think of other Halloween movies that I watch. I... I just don't like, uh, like I said, like deaths when they draw out a little too long. Like, mm. I like Scream. I think Scream's a really yeah, good one. Scream's great. But I hate when what's her name dies in the beginning. Drew Barrymore. Spoiler alert. What? That opening <laughs> scene is so good. It's good, but I. It's, pr- it's it makes pretty me, gruesome. It makes me sad. It yeah. makes me, oh, it is. Yeah. Sad. It's sad too because you don't really know. The killings in that are all pretty senseless too. Like what? You don't really know why like they the motives killed behind her. It? Yeah, they killed her, her and a boyfriend, but you don't really know why. You don't have any backstory about why they, they would... get into it. That's why I feel yeah. like it's one of the. It's up there with the best. I think it's oh, the yeah. best. Yeah. That up. Slasher, slasher, dude. Get Thrasher. on the skateboard, dude. <laughs> I think it's one of the best because I think it finally changed. Like the yeah, it from like Friday the Thirteenth. It was movies. always like. Yeah. Okay, we need to have these kids, and they go to a, yeah, a field trip. Isolated and, location, picked up one by one. Wow, what's it called? Freddy. Like, it's always teenagers. I felt yeah. like it was finally, like, that, this. That was different, yeah. yeah they did some different. really crazy well, effects. What's cool is they, they just played into all the tropes with, uh, with Scream. And no. the, and I'm, the I'm twist. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Uh, but, like, the whole reason they're killing them is to, like, become famous, isn't it? They yeah. want to be known as, or they want the story of the scream killer, the ghost face to be out there and for people to know, you know, that it was them. I always feel like, so that his, his like little, his friend is like crazy. Oh, they're both crazy, but he's doing it for revenge for Sydney. He's doing it for yeah. revenge, but yeah. the other guys, he just he's, wants to he's be just kind of famous. Yeah. But they play into all the tropes yeah. of, you know, what's your favorite scary movie? Yeah. And they, I love how they have that guy on the couch watching this scary movie, and he's mm-hmm. like, "It's right behind you, yeah. idiot! Like, it's so killer's funny. right there." So funny, yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I sometimes with Halloween, it just kind of depends. Uh, I'm open to like, like I watched when I was here, 
We always make had, you watch. No, um, during the Halloween party, oh, the oh. thing you had. You hadn't seen that. Oh, trick or treat, trick or treat. Oh, I've never cool. seen that. Never seen trick or treat. I really like that. That's like yeah. one of my favorite like, Halloween. Really I thought it was. I thought it was just one story, but it it's was like, like Buster's. Yeah, it's, it's a, a whole bunch of short stories, stories that merge yeah. together. Yeah, yeah. It's like I, I really liked it. I really liked it. I love trick or treat. That's a really good like Halloween. But yeah. then I think you guys had like Beetlejuice on, and I don't know. I'm not just the biggest be- Beetlejuice guy. We were not Beetlejuice a big Tim Burton for man. Halloween last year, so we had to have it on. <laughs> Tim Burton, I feel like he's always kind of like creep me out. Yeah, a well, little too much. Yeah. So like, what's his name? Weirdo. Weirdo. What did you think of it? Have you seen the TV show short series Over the Garden Wall? Uh-uh. Oh, that's really that's like a must watch, watch on year. Halloween. It, it really kind fun. of has the same vibe as like uh like Adventure Time almost with like uh it's just kind of silly but there's a story that it's, it's only well ten done. episodes mini series each episode's fifteen twenty minutes yeah. but uh we watch it every year yeah it's, it's really good it's super good Elijah Wood is in it mm. um Christopher Lloyd uh Doc from Back to the Future oh okay he's in it uh really like good cast good acting in it. It's really funny. There's some like creepy parts. It's, I don't know. It's really good. It has some dark themes. Yeah, yeah. some dark themes. Good story. We, we enjoy that one a lot every year. You guys, have you guys ever watched when we were like, I think it was when we were kids. Um, Are you afraid of the dark? I didn't as a kid. Was that like, it was kind of like Goosebumps? But it was on Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon, yeah. yeah. I watched both I think of it's, those. I think it's better than Goosebumps. You think it is? Yeah. The stories well, which of, ones do you remember that like you there was like a clown one there was um i believe there was a hospital one where they they were like turning the kids you know, like zombies and stuff yeah um but i remember goosebumps was really good too as a kid mm-hmm. it used to scare me but the books used to scare me too like i'd look at the books and go <laughs> I know, I would just, I would go to the bookstore and look at the covers. I never yeah, read covers, one. Yeah. I would just like look at the covers. Never read one. Let my imagination. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Did you ever read Scary Stories to Tell the Dark, those books? Oh, yeah, those really scared me too. Yeah. Where's my toe? Where's my toe? <laughs> What's the one with, uh, it was uh, like the dog at the the bottom of the stairs or something, like, top of the stairs? One. That one used to scare me. It was one that was read at a slumber party that really stuck in me about a doll that was like coming up the stairs every night, like coming up the stairs. Oh, yeah, that one. Yeah, that one really Mm -hmm. freaked me out. That one time that really scared me was when you told your Amazon thing or oh, Oh, yeah, we asked Alexa Alexa to tell us a scary story. Oh, (laughs) no. <laughs> she just said some really scary stuff. I was like, Alexa, turn, turn that off, on, turn, turn, on, turn Alexa, that off. Alexa, turn off. <laughs> we had like all the lights off and we were like just finished watching a movie and I was like, damn, that was doing that. I was like, oh no, turn that off. <laughs> a bunch of kids. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited for Halloween this year. Oh yeah, I love Halloween. Yeah. We get pretty crazy. Yeah, I think you guys are known for for Halloween oh. for sure. The other day in, in church, um, Kenny was doing a sermon. I don't, remember, I don't know if you were there, but uh, he was there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he was talking about Halloween, and it's like I look right at you. Guys. I'm neutral there. on Halloween. As soon as he said that, Micah like perked up even more. She was like, <laughs> was like looking oh. around at people, I was <laughs> like, like, "What uh-oh. is he saying?" <laughs> like, 
pulling my collar. Like, what are you gonna say about? That's really funny. Do you know what you're being this year? I don't know. I got to defend my my crown, dude. Did you get laziest costume? No, no. It was like cutest. or what was it? Sexiest costume. What were you last? Care Bear, dude. Grumpy Bear. It was so awesome. I love that. There was girls there that were like dressed really hot. And I'm like, Care Bear one, you guys suck, dude. And I can't. Grumpy Bear, G Bear. Yeah, G Bear, dude. G Bear. I wanted to get like a whole military outfit, but <laughs> it was it was gonna get pricey. I'm like, all right. I just, already Care dropped Bear like seventy on the Care Bear. That was nice. You should do Pooh Bear this year. Just do the bear theme. Oh Baba. Oh Baba. I love that picture you posted too in the Care Bear costume. Like looking out the window, and somebody took a picture of you looking out the window. <laughs> that was Brent. It looked like an album cover. I told Brent, I was like, "Look up in my window." <laughs> I was just looking down at camera. <laughs> we used to scare Shannon so much. Like me and Jordan, we'd be in the room. We're like, right, "Shannon needs to go to the bathroom," like because we'd we'd be staying up late, and then we'd hear like Shannon gonna go run to the bathroom. Just sit in the bathroom and then have your mask on or whatever. <laughs> and have like mask and be like, <laughs> she come in the room and be like, yeah, what are you? <laughs> fall down and start kicking us. And oh man, we used to love scaring her. But we set up that we have that soul taker. That thing's so cool. Animatronic. Yeah. And when we first got that and put it in our house, it scared me every time I'd walk out and like forget it was there. I'd be like, what what is that? <laughs> you guys had it in here, right? Yeah. Last time. We had it yeah. in here. Because I think the first time I came, you guys had it outside. Yeah. Are you guys gonna be adding to the Well, with the baby coming, I haven't spent any money on Just some dead babies. This year. Well, I did before I was pregnant. I've already spent money. <laughs> dead baby ones. <laughs> but it's like I wanted to do like I always wanted to. I wanted to do a haunted house in the side yard. I wanted to do like a DJ and get a bunch of lights by the pool. Oh man, that's but a lot. No, <laughs> but now it's like we have a bit of a budget. Like we already spent so much money on these Halloween parties. Coming. Yeah, I definitely like. I tell anybody I like. I told Shannon Brown, I was like, "You guys have to go this year." Yeah, it was really fun. It's fun. I'm always trying to think of things we can do. We don't need to do I know, anything. It's, it's Just hang out. Everyone dances. Have a good time. It's fun. You can hire someone to slowly. No, nope. like, not hiring scare anyone. Scare people. Like, <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> I didn't watch Slowly scare people. <laughs> ooh, ooh. <laughs> All righty then. We're about like an hour and 18 minutes. That's crazy. Did you want to talk UFC at all? Oh. Yeah. I'm out. Is Micah out? <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, Micah. Thanks, Micah. No, thanks for having me. You made me. this, this fun. fun. Okay. Now we fun. get to the real nitty gritty. <laughs> See ya. Okay, so we're watching the fights tonight, and uh, it's Izzy versus Sean Strickland, which is kind of a weird matchup. Well, uh, why, in, why'd they give it to the other dude? That so Duplessis, who was... That's it. That's him, right? Yeah, uh, that's who just beat Whitaker. Uh, he was supposed to have it. Then you remember there was that super cringy interaction they had after after he knocked that out Whitaker. That was really bad. Um, he was supposed to have the fight. I believe he got injured uh, training, oh, okay. so they had to pull that. Um, so Sean Strickland, 
which to me, this is probably Izzy's least threatening striking fight he's ever had. Um, I'm trying to run it through my head, and it's got to be next to like Derek Brunson. But I think oh, Derek yeah. Brunson would tear up Strickland's stri- sti- striking one. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, everyone has a puncher's chance. I, I kind of want to see that happen just because Sean Strickland being champion would be so fun. Just white trash. <laughs> Dude, when he was on Joe Rogan talking, I was like, oh my gosh, this guy. I didn't hear that one. He's just pretty bad. Saying wild stuff. It, yeah, just shooting at the hip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, my take on it, I feel like what, what um, Strickland's going to need to do is just Take him down He's and gotta, grind yeah. him out. That's that's um, really the only thing he has. And is he is he just gotta stay on his feet and he I think he'll easily win it. Yeah, it doesn't seem But I think it's a harder win for Strickland because as much as we say that Izzy doesn't have much of a ground game, uh he has somewhat of a ground game. Right. But I, I feel like Strickland, his hands are I mean, he could get a lucky, weird elbow. Anyone has a puncher's chance for sure, but uh, I I don't. I don't see that happening with Strickland, really. But I also said the same thing about Aljamain versus O'Malley. I said that this should be one of his easiest fights because the game plan should be take him down. And yeah, we even talked about that. I mean, it was it. As soon as he he was like striking with him, I was like, man, this is a dangerous game. Yeah. That he was playing, but yeah, that 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 one's kind of um, that one's interesting. That I understand why they they put Strickland because he was sorry because uh, he was talking a lot. So might as well hype up the fight. I am surprised that they didn't get any other superstars on there because they have Taitu Vasa for the co-main, which is always a fun fight. I'm excited to watch him, um, and then. I want to see if he, there's another Australian heavyweight. I think his name's Tava. He's fighting tonight. That that's going to be a good one. Oh, Justin Tafa. Tafa. But most of the other people are not too well known. Big name, not well known stars for a pay per view. Yeah, I mean, looking at a lot of them, I don't really recognize yeah. much of them. I don't anticipate them doing very well, money wise for. For this fight, I've seen Felipe Dos Santos. Seen him fight. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen Cape. Maybe I have. Uh, Justin Toffa. I feel like I've seen him. I've seen him. He he claims and bangs. He's a beast. But that that two of also fight. That one should be a good one too. Yeah. Oh, I mean, anytime ties in there, I'm I'm a fan of of watching him a lot. Yeah. You know, he always. Throws those haymakers, yeah, for it. bombs, and he almost he almost took out, um, Gant gone, oh, zero yeah, gone, and yeah. He knocked him, uh, almost got it, but God, I was I was so bummed when when he got TKO'd there. And then who did he fight? Um, two of also he fought. Uh, was it Derek Lewis? Yeah, he knocked out Derek Lewis. That one was heartbreaking. Either yeah. way, it went. If Ty got knocked out, it's sad. If Derek gets knocked out, it's sad. Yeah, they're like fan favorites. Yeah. Uh, they just did a interview for this upcoming fight where they were asking, like, if you could all all the fighters, if you could pick three UFC fighters to 
be with you in a bar fight, so it would be in all of them said tied to Avas oh, as, yeah. as their number one. It was pretty funny. Um, more so at the UFC, though, are the upcoming cards that I'm excited oh, yeah. about. Because October 21st, it's Makachev versus Oliveira 2. That's going to be a war. I'm I'm I, so excited I feel for like that. this is the first time that I'm going to, I feel like Oliveira is going to win. Yeah. Because usually I bet against him. Yeah. And he wins. <laughs> it's crazy. And it's the time that I felt like I thought he was going to beat Islam and yeah. Islam won. He looked sloppy that night. If you go back and rewatch the fight, I don't know if it was a bad weight cut. He didn't say any of that for excuses or anything, but like compared to how he normally looks, he he just looked off that night for sure. Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited to see that rematch. Yeah, that one's that one's gonna be interesting. Um I, I think Oliveri's gonna be able to catch him in something. Yeah. But we'll see. I mean, I'm sure um Islam's pretty hungry because i feel like everyone's kind of not doubting him but kind of like all right well now now through. you're going to be in the gauntlet yeah. because if you beat Oliveira, now you got to fight gagey and then after that you could be possibly fighting connor you could be fighting chandler so it's like poirier like yeah. that, there's a lot of people still there that you need to fight so yeah when i feel like Oliveira's fought a lot of them and gagey has fought a lot of them Poirier fought a lot of them. Chandler fought a lot of them. I feel like Islam really hasn't fought the, the main top, superstar the top guys. Right. Um, he beat a guy that is in a smaller weight class than him, which I don't controversially think he, controversial. I I don't think he won that fight. I think he lost. Yeah. Um, and then you look at Oliveira, and like you said, Oliveira had an off night, but he beat Oliveira. I don't know. I just don't. I'm not. I'm not too high on Islam. Yeah, but we'll see. It's interesting. And then November. Now, the, this has fallen through multiple times, so it may fall through again. Is Jones versus Miocic? Man, that's a tough I'm so one. To, excited. Yeah, that. I, I know you said you would. You would go for Stipe. I, I would. I would root for Stipe um, because I feel like Stipe just always gets the. People always doubt him. Yeah. And he always comes through and he wins. Yeah. Like that whole DC, like that was so crazy that, you know, DC knocked him out quick because I feel like he took that fight too early. Sure. When he got um, knocked down by Francis really bad. Yeah. Um, so it, it, it's going to be interesting. Steve hasn't fought in a while too. So it, yeah. I, I think, a, I think John, fight. John is, um, He's so good. He doesn't even need to train, and he beats people. He yeah. made Cyril gone look like... I didn't even know he had a choke in. Like, he was sitting on him, pushed up against the cage, and then gone is tapping. It's like, what happened? <laughs> it made me and Ivan kind of mad. Yeah. Like, ah, turn it off. <laughs> Dang it! <laughs> that wasn't even a fight. Yeah. It just kind of... But it is going to be interesting if Stipe does land a shot. Because Stipe... He's not known for getting taken down, too. Right. So, like, he's he can stuff takedowns. Yeah. He moves along the cage very well. So, I wouldn't, I would say I'm like 70 30. Jones is going to win that fight. Right. Right. I give, I give Stipe a 30% chance. I just, I, that fight's going to be either way it goes. I'm sad. If Jones loses, I'm sad because of his legacy as far as like remaining undefeated. Going out as the absolute goat. Well, 
Then it sets up for me. It sets up for another one. And that's when I feel like Jones would get him. Yeah. Um, but I don't want to see Jones go just yet. No, neither do I. But I feel like it's if he beats Stipe, he's gone. I think so. Yeah. If Stipe gets him, because what else does gonna, he have to prove? He's going to be hungry yeah. and he's going to want to beat Stipe. Yeah. Well, yeah, absolutely. Though, if he does beat him, Jones beats Stipe. There's, there's no one else. Yeah. There's. I mean, he he could go against like Derek Lewis. That's a dumb fight to take because if anyone has a puncher's chance, it's Derek Lewis. Yeah. He's got anvils for hands. He's very strong too. So I don't know. It it, it just kind of seems like there's nothing really that would wow. Yeah, nothing to prove anymore. Um and last fight I know for the year that I'm excited for, again, it's been canceled already, is McGregor and Chandler. I, I'm I'm tired of talking about it. I think that's the thing. That, like I just want it to happen. Yeah. And uh, you know me, how I feel about Connor. I just want to see him fight. That's it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not like the biggest fan, but I can appreciate um, what he does in there and stuff. I just want to see him fight. I just hate when people talk and talk and talk and talk. And then you have someone like Chandler that he does it. He doesn't, he talks the talk and walks the walk. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of like it's going to be a very interesting fight because I think he's a better he's a he's a better like Chad Mendez because I don't know yeah. if you've ever seen him fight Chad yeah. Mendez. Like McGregor, Chad Mendez McGregor versus Mendez, you mean? Yeah, that was like a good yeah. fight because Chad like took him down, you know, had some good ground and pound, but I don't think Chandler is going to take him down. He's going to he's going to try to stand with him. He's and, a showman like yeah. more than anyone, which I do like about him. But that's what's lost in most of the fights against yeah. against Oliveira, um, Poirier, Poirier, even Gagey. They were all such good fights, and he puts on a show every time. Like, well, that's why I life. love his saying, and we always say it: "Like, gonna be a highlight, or I'm, I'm gonna, gonna make, make a highlight." It's so cold. <laughs> that, it's so cold. You're a legend just because of yeah, that. It's awesome. It just makes me root for him every time, and it also like even when he loses, I'm like. And he went out, he goes out on his shield every yeah, time. It was exciting either way it goes. So that that one's gonna be interesting because Connor is juiced to the gills right now. Um you see his chin? Yeah, his head is so big. It's so much bigger than it used to be. Uh, it's gonna be interesting to see if that fight actually happens because the the USADA stuff. I don't know if yeah. he's in it. Yet. Well, you know he was supposed to fight a month or two ago but he didn't get into the usada test pool soon enough wonder why that happened juice <laughs> juice to the gills he's <laughs> turning to... into a fish he's <laughs> in the ocean swimming around in his yacht swimming around me yacht. swimming on my Lamborghini yacht <laughs> I love me <laughs> I'll put an old man in the cage and I'll punch him out <laughs> What is he? I forgot what he always tells people. Like, I forgot what he told Nate Diaz. It's a gazelle. It looks hurt. <laughs> it looks battered. <laughs> I love when he says that stuff. He looks weak. <laughs> if this was if this was a real war, he'd be dead. I would ride into his camp <laughs> and I would take his women and plunder. <laughs> and plunder. <laughs> You'll do what you're told. <laughs> Shut up, you'll do what you're told. 
I think his best one is, uh, it's red panty night. <laughs> Look at baby. We made it. <laughs> that interview, like that whole like press conference is so funny. That fight would have been like him and Dos Anjos. Um, that guy Dos Anjos, dude, that guy fights everyone. Yeah. He's like, like every pay-per-view card you see him, you're like, He's still going. <laughs> this guy's fighting everybody. <laughs> They're like, uh, we need you to sign a contract, whoever it is. Yeah, I'll dock you sign. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Connor, I think. And I would say one of his most funniest moments where I was like, man, he's finally going to be like this. He's going to say the right thing. And he's like, oh. <laughs> and I'm going to apologize. It's absolutely no one. The, the double, double champ does, does what he wants. <laughs> the double champ does what the double champ wants. He he made the UFC like a popular as it is without a doubt. He used the poster for so long. Yeah, I I I give a lot of um credit to him and Rhonda. Yeah. Because I, as much as Rhonda, you know how much she kind of fell off, but man, for her time, she she made like women's fighting like fun exciting exciting sure. and um wow there's opportunity for women and to fight uh, i don't think there would be a valentina no. i don't think there would be a nunez um holly holmes you know you just go through the list of the women that have been fighting and right now it's not very interesting like there there's like waylee that's scary but i don't know she's already fought like really important women yeah um it's kind of like valentina like she fought as long as she could and she was like man i'm kind of getting tired of fighting people right. <laughs> just beating up chicks and then finally like she gets a test and she's like oh, gosh i gotta do it again i do it again i feel like it would get tiring yeah for sure oh, i've defended the belt this many times that's why even nunez it was like okay at some point they have to lose yeah but I definitely give credit to Rhonda and and um uh what's his name? McGregor. Connor. Yeah. yeah, at that time they they just put on this limelight. I mean what he did to Aldo still crazy. It shocked me. Yeah. Shocked me. Because Connor was also to me, he was he was kind of fighting people that he fought Poirier when Poirier wasn't in his prime yet. So it was like Okay, that's a good win, but Poirier is not in his prime yet. Poirier is going to be looking pretty good here. Same with Holloway. It was like Holloway was really young when he fought him. So it was like Holloway wasn't smart enough in his fight. And Connor was young too, but Connor has this like ray of confidence that it just doesn't matter. He right. just always puts on the show. So. It was kind of like when he was going to be fighting Chad Mendez. I was like, okay, this is the first like real challenge. challenge. Yeah. And he went out there and Chad Mendez took him down. And I was like, okay, here's the playbook to beat him. No way he's going to beat Aldo. Like Aldo is the champ. He's been the champ for three years in other organization and UFC. So it was like, yeah, you know, it'd be a good fight. But, and then I remember we were at your parents' house. And your dad was pissed. And he's like, everybody's yelling and shouting. I can't believe we're all hugging each other. Like, what just happened? 
you know, Connor's running around. Your dad's like trying to put down the seat and the couch. <laughs> he's all pissed. Going to bed. <laughs> and we're like, why are you mad? And he's like, I paid all that for $60 <laughs> for 17 seconds for that. <laughs> but that's, it kind of gives you that like Mike Tyson feel when you talk to like older people that talk about boxing back then. Like yeah. how Mike Tyson just would walk in and you'd be like, this guy's a destroyer. He's coming in to destroy. And I feel like that's how Connor had this like destroy mentality, but then also he looked like a serial killer. Straight funny. Yeah. Like this funny really like, personable. Couldn't wait for him to get on the mic and talk. Yeah. And oh man, when Jeremy Stevens even too went like Oh, you're talking about one forty five one forty five or that hit? He's like, This guy knocks people down. I knock people down or somewhere. Like, I knock people out cold. And he's like Who's that guy? Who's that guy? <laughs> <laughs> Who the F is that guy? <laughs> and there's nothing you can say back to that. No, Jeremy because Stevens. Jeremy Stevens is like, he was a hard-hitting 145er. So yeah. it was like, yeah, I was sitting there going, he's right. And then he's like, who's that guy? <laughs> and like, oh, yeah, he's kind of right. Like, nobody really knows him. Uh, shut him up. Showed up to the press conference late. Yeah. And just going... Doing the little <laughs> motorcycle thing. Steals all those belt yeah. from from them at the table. Have you seen the one where they're like they're in the same room, but Aldo doesn't know he's in there? No. I'll have to show you that okay. one after. Yeah. That one funny because you see like Aldo like smile on his face and all of a sudden like Connor walks up behind him and like kind of <laughs> he doesn't know he's in the room. So like Connor's like giving a little chuckle or a laugh, and then all of a sudden like Aldo realizes. <laughs> oh, I hate that guy. <laughs> He's that's one of the one fights that I can say he really got in his head. Oh yeah. That was like mental warfare at yeah. its finest. Yeah. Although looks he looks so nervous at the when they're announcing him. He's his head is kind of down a little Didn't bit. Didn't know if he looked focused yeah. or like he he just looked like he was out of it. And then when they started going, it like it's like, okay, they're sizing each other up and just boom, gone. Just like that. Wild. I think it it changed the way that... That's why, it, it, as much as I... I'm not I'm not a fan of O'Malley, um, but he's going to change. If he keeps winning, um, people will tune in. Yeah. Because he, he's just... He has that it factor. Yeah. Um, he has that style that people love. It's kind of like Izzy has that style that people like to watch but i feel like with o'malley he's actually really finishing these fights and i feel like when izzy gets comfortable he's not kind finishing coast, the fight Izzy coast through coast through the fights and kind of just picks people apart but it's kind of like anderson silva back in the day he's fighting 10 cans but he was making those 10 cans he put them in the trash every yeah. time <laughs> submitting knockout <laughs> like he really made the tomato cans, tomato cans. Yeah. When I feel like Izzy kind of like, he's fought really good guys. But like that Whitaker fight, uh, the second one, it was kind of like, man, like finish this. Yeah, pull the trigger. Even too, like can't near. It was like, man, really start putting it on him. You know, like, well, champs got to like, they got to beat the champ. And I'm like, don't even give him a chance to beat you. Right. Put him out. Yeah. Throw more kicks. Make a statement. It's kind of like how Kamaro Uzman was kind of like talking a lot. And it was like. With Leon? 
just in general. Uh-huh. And it was like, you're just not, people don't want to watch your fights because you're kind of boring. Yeah. You're not finishing your fights and it's kind of just, you're kind of cringy too. So I don't really want to pay attention to your fight. Yeah. He's trying to do the, and everybody's trying to do the Connor when it's like, just do your own thing. My thing is like all these people, like you said, they're doing the Connor. They're trying to be a villain because Connor, he's not a hero in the UFC. He's definitely a villain. He's a hero. That's why people like him. Um, you need a hero too, though. You need a likable guy who's confident, but not arrogant and cocky. Um, someone who's respectful. Like people like that. They, they like someone who is all about sportsmanship and then also puts on a show. I feel like if like Kamaru leaned into that, like instead of trying to, like you said, be like Connor, try to be a heel, people are going to respect him a lot more and they're going to enjoy that about him. Yeah. And I think he, he tried leaning into being the hero mm-hmm. and the heroes just don't get the show. Yeah. Um, they need a villain. And that's why I think Colby Covington was perfect for him. But then he started to trying to be the heel. Two yeah. heels together it was like it doesn't work. It doesn't work there. And he was trying so hard to like listen up here, Colby. And you're like, <laughs> you just you don't have it, man. Yeah. And Colby he has it. He has that. He had that Trump. <laughs> you're gay. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the Sean Strickland thing too. Yeah. Uh, that, you're dumb. That press conference <laughs> where Izzy's talking about. I'm gonna knock you and do a TikTok dance on you. And he's like, "Oh, I made the guy mad with his bleached hair and his gay little watch." <laughs> Makes me <laughs> laugh so hard. Yeah, it's it's um, I think it's just, but that's really who Str- Sean Strickland <laughs> For is. Strickland, I think Colby's a character. Sean Strickland is just that white trash kind of guy. <laughs> he really is, man. <laughs> Wait, if you listen to that, yeah, I couldn't finish it on Joe Rogan. The Rogan. He's all over the place. Yeah, made me think he's on drugs. Or he did some hard. He sounds like he used to do them for like sure. Like he did crazy drugs when he was young. Yeah. And it's the ramifications. <laughs> That's funny. Of taking all the drugs now set him in. But yeah, this one this one should be interesting tonight. Um it's the classic striker versus wrestler. But if if Strickland can take him down and really ground and pound and then it becomes a fight for him. But it's going to be harder than he thinks because, man, putting Izzy up against the cage and if he can't get him down, it's going to be a long night. Yeah. It's just one of those nights where it's like, I don't even think Israel will finish him. It'll just be a beating. Yeah, just play with him. That's what it kind of feels like Izzy does. That's a perfect way to put it. Yeah. He, like plays with his food. And it's like, you're a tiger, dude. Just... put the fangs right into his neck and put them down i don't want to see it anymore all right last thing i want to bring up uh nganu versus tommy fury you see that mike tyson is training francis i didn't like the way francis looked oh really no he looks slow he does look a little slow but he looks really he slow looks powerful though but that's the kind of train with yeah because it's, it's the same body type the same type of strength yeah I, um, I don't think that he has much of a chance no just i feel like touching him is going to be so much harder than he's thinking but man unless he can really get into the body to slow him down i listened to uh terrence crawford i don't know if you know terrence crawford yeah i know yeah um terrence crawford was kind of talking about it and it, from a technical stance, 
he doesn't have a chance. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a puncher's chance. It's a puncher's chance. For sure. And it's probably pretty low because Wilder, what he hit, Tommy Fury, or not Tommy Fury. Um, Tyson. Tyson Fury. Right? Yeah. You're talking about when he went down it for almost the entire 10-second count? Yeah. And he got up and like rose sexy. up like the Undertaker. <laughs> I was just going to say the Undertaker. <laughs> the Undertaker. <laughs> the music came on. Got up. The bell. <laughs> yeah. And... The, I mean, Wilder, they say, is the hardest hitting heavyweight yeah. to date. Like, he hits harder than, like, what Tyson did and stuff. So, I mean, he touches people and they go down. So, yeah. it, it is going to be interesting to see how he does boxing-wise with heavier gloves. Um, I'm I'm going to be rooting for um, Ngannou, yeah. for sure. But I'm just happy he's getting a payday. I like Fury, too. Yeah. I like Fury a lot. What's annoying about Fury with me, though, is he's saying that he could beat Nganu in a cage. I uh, know. <laughs> exactly. No. But he, he thinks that if it was the smaller gloves in a cage, Dude, kicks gonna, are allowed, takedowns are he's allowed. He's going to kick that soft body and yeah. you're, you're going he's down. He's going. It, the separation's so different. Yeah. You can't hug. You can't move around as well as boxing. The ranges from you to me, like, it's easy, yeah. you know, like we're in the pocket, but you step out just a little bit, you're getting kicked in the head. <laughs> so that's dangerous too. Or he's flying at you yeah. and doing a flying knee or just grabbing you and putting you up against the cage. Like he's never felt that. So it is silly. That's why like um, when Nate Diaz fought um, Paul, Paul, I like that Paul's like, oh, fuck Let's you. do it in the cage. Let's do it in the cage. Yeah. I like that because it's like, okay, we did your sport. Let's go to mine now. Let's go to let's go to the UFC or let's right. go to MMA and see how you do. Yeah, because this the the striking is so different and the ground everything is so different yeah. than what you think it is. It's that uh, I love that Khabib quote where he's talking about the fight coming up with McGregor and he says, "I take people down and drag them into deep waters." And let them know who they really are, or something like that. <laughs> it's so cold. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the um, the wrestler mentality. Like, yeah, like Bo Nichols. Like, man, that guy is. He's gonna be scary, but if he continues to strike with people, you better be ready, dude. Yeah. Because at any moment, that separation, that little bit of, well, I'll go to take him down now. You get a flying knee to your head. <laughs> I'm excited to see his career, though. Waking yeah, up and yes. asking Herb. Yeah. Oh. yeah. What up? Did I win? <laughs> Is Rashad okay? <laughs> That's my favorite. <laughs> Me and my friend Spencer used to laugh about that all the time because Herb Dean told that story. And he was like, Yeah, Chuck told me not to say it, but, you know, he asked, okay. if, he asked if Rashad's okay. And that was a vicious knockout. Yeah, folded. <laughs> <laughs> and Chuck landed too. He landed a good shot too, but Rashad was a younger lion. <laughs> Just put that old lion up. <laughs> it's the same thing when I see old knockouts of like like Machida versus um Randy Couture. Yeah. It's like he set this fight up. <laughs> I didn't want to see Captain America get knocked out. I want to see elder abuse. <laughs> just up, just an up kick right to his chin. Just sent him into the shadow realm. 
Where am I? <laughs> You're in the shadow realm. Where are you? <laughs> I'm so sorry. All right. Well, that was a fun one. Yeah, I got a good one. Micah too. Shout out to Micah for being on here. And um, I know sometimes it's not like. Uh, well, it's just getting this podcast going. It's been it's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of learning. I know you're going to hear like weird things in the audio and like um, trying my best to like get things to get to a professional level, you know, but uh, learning experience for me. But um, I'm very happy that I've had these friends along the way. Cole, Ivan, uh, Miles, Micah, uh, Tessa, you know, even McKenna, like helping me with social media, you know. Everybody being supportive, Shannon listening to every single one, you know, everybody out there. I can't say enough um, how much I thank everybody for just making this thing what it is. And thanks for letting me come over here and do it too. So, yeah, I always enjoy not having to drive anywhere too. So, that's yeah. nice for me. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll keep them coming and we're just going to keep having fun with these. And if you want to be on, um, I don't have any sponsors right now, but. <laughs> If you want to be a sponsor, it's free. <laughs> so there's no, um, you can be on here for free. Um, I'll advertise your business, whatever it is. I have to agree with it. Uh, yeah, we, just, uh, we kill babies and uh, <laughs> we're the strip club in downtown San Diego. Um, thought you would like that. We've heard that you like those things. No, 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 no. <laughs> so, um, also, if there's single dudes out there, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, thanks, everybody, and uh, hope you have a, a good day. And it's the What to Do podcast. Love y'all. What to do? Take care. Mm-hmm.